Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. What if a group of pastors got interested or at least involved in politics and working around legislators to have that dialogue? Would it change the way that laws are passed? They're doing this in Tennessee, Pastor Dale Walker. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview with a returning guest and fan favorite, Pastor Dale Walker, leads the Tennessee Pastors Network, tnpastors.net, and I wanna welcome him to the program. Uh, Pastor Walker, how are you today? I am tremendous, Chaplain, a pleasure to be back on your show with you again. Well, thank you. I'm excited to hear about what's going on in Tennessee, but first, introduce yourself and the network to our uh, audience. Pastor Dale Walker, president of the Tennessee Pastors Network. I also am a bivocational pastor. I pastor in Middle Tennessee, McCormick Ridge Holiness Church, and I am honored to serve as president of the Tennessee Pastors Network and work with pastors to get them involved on a local level, on a state level to address the beliefs and the issues that we are so concerned about as pastors that's facing us today and all of our religious liberties. So this is not just uh, your common Sunday pastor who wants to teach the Bible, which we encourage, or have a liturgy, which uh, we recognize, but you're talking about outside of the Sunday church, the pastors are encouraging their parishioners to get involved and do what? Number one, we need to be informed. The Bible said my people perish because of lack of knowledge. What I find, Chaplain, is that there's a lot of church members that would like to do something, but they don't know what to do. Uh, I, I preached in an event on Saturday uh, and, and addressed this issue with individuals that parishioners, they see what's going on in our nation. They see what's going on in our country. And they want to know how to do it, how to address it, what to say, the bills that are coming down the pike, and who to call. And this is a responsibility that we have as pastors to inform our people of how this is going to affect them and their kids and their family. Wow. So uh, you want pastors to be involved in dialogue with legislators in the Tennessee State House. Uh, and, and have you had some success in that area? What is the result of this dialogue? The result of this dialogue, I've been going down to the state legislator chaplain for about nine years now, addressing these issues. We go down, we meet with legislators, state reps, state senators, the governor, uh, and all of the above. And we speak about the bills, even when we're not in session, we talk about what's going on, uh, potential bills that are coming down the pipe, even bills that we would like to see addressed and issues. Now this year, we had more pastors go down and meet with legislators over issues going on in Tennessee than ever before. I live in middle Tennessee, I live a couple hours away, but we had pastors come from all over the state, from East Tennessee, they drive in, 
They go down to the state legislature into the offices where the committee hearings are heard. We know the bills, we have meetings beforehand, and we talk about the issues and we go in and we share our sincerely held beliefs and we prove to them that we are willing to stand up for what we believe. So, of course, you pray with them. Some of them are Christians, but some legislators are not. I'm a former legislator myself. I served in the Colorado State House with Democrats, even LGBT Democrats who are there with an entirely different worldview. Uh, are any of those conversations fruitful or are they uh, confrontational? They can be fruitful, they can be confrontational. <laughs> I, had, I had one confrontational uh, discussion with a state rep this year in a committee that I was asking to speak in favor of the porn and obscenity bill. They wanted me to give them my statement in writing prior to me uh, speaking. And I informed that state legislator that I had never done that before in my years of going down to the state capitol and speaking in committee. I had never had to put my statement in writing and I informed him that I felt that it was an infringement upon my constitutional rights as a citizen, as a pastor, to speak my sincerely held beliefs before my elected leaders as a pastor. And I held my ground and they backed off that policy. And yes, it was confrontational. Well, thank you for doing that. I think many of our viewers don't realize state legislatures are generally open to the public, that not just for viewing the proceedings, but sometimes pastors or citizens can, can come into uh, committee hearings and give your testimony and give your opinion and sit in the chair and dialogue back and forth across the dais and the open microphone with the legislators as they debate the bill. They want to hear from the public. And so many citizens don't realize that, that they fail to show up. That's right, Chaplain. Uh, you're really good constitutional conservative legislators that really take their vows seriously when they hold their hand up and say, you know, so help me God. They wanna hear from their constituents and they want us to come down there as pastors to be involved in the process. Number one, it helps them to be able to address the issues and be able to inform the people that, listen, we had so many pastors show up about this issue because the other side's showing up. The left is showing up, the leftist lobbyists are showing up, the globalist corporations that hire their lobbyists that go down there and lobby against our sincerely held beliefs, they're showing up. And if we as Christians and pastors don't show up, then who's gonna speak for us? Who's gonna be our voice? Well, you're onto something. We need to take a short break, but when we come back, I'll ask Pastor Dale Walker about some of the current issues in the Tennessee State House. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. We want you to take action today because a three-star general is holding a cadet's religious freedom hostage at the U.S. Air Force Academy. And I want you to take out a pen and paper because we're gonna give you some phone numbers and action points right now because in my alma mater, I'm a graduate of the U.S. Air Force Academy. And when I attended my class reunion last year, I asked Lieutenant General Richard Clark, the three-star general of the Air Force Academy, here's the two of us together, I asked him in front of a crowd of 500 witnesses at our reunion, are you going to protect religious freedom for cadets if they have a sincere religious objection to getting the vaccine? And he answered saying, absolutely, chaplain. Well, now he is breaking that pledge. 
and we are wondering why is General Clark refusing the appeal of a cadet, we're gonna call him Cadet X, who has refused the vaccine on religious grounds because he thinks uh, sincerely held religious beliefs that it would violate his pro-life Christian views. Well, now that cadet is being administratively separated, threatened with being kicked out of his school. This is wrong. We're asking people to contact General Clark's office and here, write down these phone numbers. Please call General Clark today at 719-333-4141. Again, that's 719-333-4141 and call him again at 4140. Call him twice and it's gotta be during business hours you have to ask him, will General Clark keep his promise to absolutely defend religious freedom for the cadet who refused the vaccine? After you make those two phone calls, we want you to call us at 866-Obey-God. Press option three and we'll give you a free window decal. I pray for religious freedom. Let's stand up for religious freedom for this cadet. Again, here's the phone number, 719-333-4141. Call him during business hours, get a live person. We'll send you this window sticker if you call 866-Obey-God. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. If you attend a Bible-believing church, ask your pastor if they're willing to go with you on a visit to the state house. Maybe uh, your state legislature in your state capitol, you could take a little church group and a church bus and have a day at the capitol. Pastor Dale Walker is with the Tennessee Pastors Network. TNPastors.net is his website. He's been doing this for nine years. Uh, Pastor, do you also lead church groups or citizen groups? How many people come with you? We had one day this year, I think we had about 15 pastors that made it down to the hill. Uh, you know, and that seems like a lot of pastors, but I sent out invitations to about 180 pastors. And on one side, it seems encouraging that you would get 15 pastors to travel to Nashville, pay to park their car and walk up to the hill through the rain and uh, or through the heat or whatever the weather is. But on the other side, when we've got major issues that are facing us, like the porn and obscenity bill, you would think that we would have more pastors, and not just pastors, but you would think we would have more denominations involved addressing this to their people. And it greatly concerns me in the state of Tennessee. We have many denominations that are based out of the state of Tennessee and out of Nashville. And to my knowledge, none, and I mean none of these denominations are addressing these core major issues to their pastors and their pulpit. And this greatly concerns me, Chaplain. Well, I'm glad you're doing something about it. Of course, we as a ministry uh, neither endorse nor oppose specific legislation, but you've been in dialogue as a private citizen. You have every right to advocate for uh, or against some of the bills that are being passed there at in Tennessee. What are some of the issues that came up this session? And you know, Chaplain, I'm glad you brought that point up. I hear so many pastors and so many organizations say, well, we can't go down there because they'll strip us of our tax exempt status. I'm going down there as a pastor. I, I'm not paid uh, to be the president of the Tennessee Pastors Network. I'm going down there as a citizen. And every pastor in the state of Tennessee can go down there as a private citizen and you get to speak your voice. But some of the issues that we addressed in the state of Tennessee this year was having a parents' rights bill that would give you as a parent a right to know what's being taught to your children. Who is instructing this? What curriculum is this coming from? And issues of that nature. And it saddens me that we could not even get a parent's rights bill passed in the state of Tennessee. Also a patient's 
rights bill that if you go into the hospital, you have uh, specific rights as a patient in that hospital. I know family members and I have people that were dear to me as a pastor that I could not get into the hospitals to see that died of Corona and they died alone, chaplain. This is egregious that we uh, in America have got to the place that people would die alone in a hospital. And it grieves my heart and it grieves my soul in the state of Tennessee that we could not get strong bills addressed to this nature, chaplain. Well, uh, this is reminiscent, of course, parents' rights were a hot issue in Florida this past news cycle when uh, Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill to protect kindergarten through third graders, ages five through nine, from being homosexualized in the public schools by radical propaganda and sex ed teaching that includes um, unspeakable things to kindergartners. Um, but there was a lot of pushback about that. The Disney Corporation weighed in. They said, well, we disagree with that legislation. We're gonna make more lesbian movies like Buzz Lightyear, the new Disney movie coming up, has a lesbian kiss in the movie. I'm gonna boycott that movie. Um, what do the pastors of, of Tennessee think about these things? Well, the pastors of Tennessee that I took to the state legislature, we uh, the state legislature, we went down there and we addressed the bill, the porn and obscenity bill. I, that's the bill that I spoke in favor of twice in two different committees. Sadly, in the Tennessee Senate, they killed this bill. And unfortunately, we could have had a whole lot more pastors down there. We only had about 15 pastors down there. And we went door to door. We dropped paperwork off to the uh, senators and the legislators, encouraging them to support this bill. But when you see the lobbyists and the corporations that come in and that speak to our legislators, they give them money. Well, as pastors, we, we don't have money to give to the uh, state legislators. We, most of us work for a living. Many of us are bivocational. And unfortunately, uh, the silence of the churches uh, goes a long way to the state legislators that are wanting to keep and stay in power in a year of election. And unfortunately, we could not get a bill passed uh, very similar to what Florida got passed. And, but we're gonna keep on working in the state of Tennessee and we're gonna keep on enlightening um, our pastors in the state. And we have explicit, I mean explicit uh, testimony of what's in these vile, wicked, lascivious books, chaplain, and they still didn't take strong action on this. And I say shame, shame, shame on the Tennessee state legislature for not dealing with this and protecting our kids in the state of Tennessee. Well, I can imagine there's even some rhino state senators in Tennessee, Republican in name only. Uh, you don't, I'm not gonna say their names, maybe you've met them, but sometimes they vote with the lesbian Democrats and they, they don't care about these issues because they're receiving big corporate checks from special interest groups that help them buy reelection ads for their next campaign. Uh, compare that to the grassroots Republicans and the conservative Christian candidates of all parties who will stand for principle and they, they agree with a lot of the Tennessee pastors and they get the votes, not, not just the votes of the church attenders, but the volunteers who show up uh, without a lot of money, but they make phone calls and they knock on doors and they campaign alongside of the grassroots conservatives. And that's how 
poor candidates who love Jesus can get elected and sometimes do. Would you rather have a big checkbook or would you rather have 100 volunteers? Oh, I would rather have 100 dedicated volunteers. See, we have an apathetic church world today in a voter base. And the voter base just believes whatever the politician says when they come back to the district. But I like what Ronald Reagan said. He said, trust but verify. We need to verify their voting record. And this is why I encourage pastors to go with us down to the legislature and learn the dirty politics and the games they play. And yes, the many rhinos down there that don't really tell you the truth exactly what's going on. If we, had a, we had a marriage bill that would have dealt with the marriage certificate in the state of Tennessee and got the government out of giving marriage license. And one particular leader down there, I know he signed on to the bill and then he came off the bill. And this, I mean, there's all kinds of games like that. That way they can say, well, you know, we supported the bill, but they don't tell the truth later on that later on they didn't support the bill. And this is why pastors and Christians need to plug in because most people spend more time planning their vacation than they do checking out who they're gonna vote for. Wow, that is a mouthful. And and I think you're right. I stood for principle when I was a legislator. I had 100 volunteers to try and get me reelected, but in my case, they spent a quarter million dollars against me. The lobbyists did that I voted no. They spent a quarter million dollars on false, nasty, anonymous postcards to make sure I was not promoted to Colorado State Senate, which is not why I'm no longer in office. Let's take a short break. When we come back, uh, Pastor Dale Walker will tell you how you can get involved. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes my slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is my pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. 
This pastor is fired up. Dale Walker cares about the issues and cares about children. Uh, kindergarten through third grade who are being taught radical gay agenda in their public classrooms, but he is fighting for liberty and uh, transparency, not just to protect children from uh, pornography or, or all kinds of corruption, uh, but to get pastors involved, to get church attendees to show up and vote and to volunteer. Pastor, give us some, some hope. Is there any encouraging sign that the people are waking up? The people are waking it up, but the masses are going to have to really get involved because the entrenched rhinos in our political system that have sold their soul to the globalist corporations that give them money like we have already talked about are gonna have to have their feet held to the fire at the at the voting booth. And and Christians are gonna have to pray, and I'm talking about really pray, and pastors are going to have to wake up. And denominations are going to have to wake and hold these corporations accountable also because many of these denominations have pastors, pension plans, and foundations, and they're investing in these very companies that are pushing a diabolical agenda against our religious liberties. So we've got a, a massive area to where we're going to have to educate the people in our churches. We're going to have to enlighten them and empower them. And again, the people in the pews, most of them that attend conservative Bible-believing churches, not the leftist churches, but the conservative Bible-believing churches that have pastors that will preach a biblical worldview are going to stand up. And they want to know how, they want to know where to go and spend their money to do so. And if God's people will stand up, I believe that we can see this thing turn around and we can have another great awakening, but it's only going to come from spirit-filled praying only living people that'll stand firm and having done all the stand, stand therefore with, a, with, your, with the loins of your truth girt about you. Amen, right out of Ephesians 6, uh, we gotta put on the full armor of God and go into the battle sometimes, and not just from the pulpit. A lot of pastors are afraid to venture outside of the four walls of the church, but uh, the pastors in the Tennessee Pastors Network, tnpastors.net, are uh, leading their congregations into the state capitol in Tennessee. Uh, Pastor, you mentioned prayer. And I wonder if you have any testimonies of how God has answered your prayers. Do you sense the Holy Spirit leading you in some of these conversations? Absolutely, we've seen many, many instances of where prayer, God's just opened up doors down there where we could address issues and meet with their elected officials. We've been able to pray with state reps, state senators, other individuals down there, and even the governor. We took a team of pastors in and prayed with the governor, and I've had the opportunity to meet with the governor several times personally and pray with him on a personal basis. So sometimes God answers by giving the prophet access to the king, so to speak, metaphorically from the Old Testament, right? Uh, but there are some times in, in the New Testament when prophets like John the Baptist are beheaded because they confront people like Herod, the, the bad king, uh, governor of his day. Uh, there, there's, there's a mixed bag, sometimes you get a different result. But pastor, I'm gonna ask you to maybe encourage our audience, what do you want them to do? And then would you pray for us? Absolutely. Number one, I would encourage you to get involved in your own state. Know what bills are coming forward. Know who your legislators are. Uh, follow the bills through the process. Uh, Christians are really good at being reactive. We're terrible at being proactive. 
And if you are involved in your state and you encourage your pastor to get involved and hold your pastor and your denomination, if your denomination is not involved in keeping our nation and keeping our religious liberties, I've come to the place in America today that I'm calling our denominations demonations that are not fulfilling their responsibility. We have a grave responsibility to keep our republic. We have the power. We have the anointing. We're different than any other entity out there as men and women of God that are called. We have the spirit with us, and we have been promised that nothing shall by any means hurt us. Jesus told us, just rejoice because your names are written down in the Lamb's book of life. So you can effect change. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for this time today to be with Chaplain. I pray, God, that you would bless him. And thank you, Lord, for uh, what he has experienced in his stance. And I thank you, Lord, for his getting the word out and standing for liberty and standing for religious liberty. I pray, Lord, for your people out there that are hearing my voice today in whatever state they're in. I pray for the pastors. I pray, God, that you will encourage them. I know it's a little bit daunting to get out of our comfort zone, but, Lord, we must do this if we are going to stand up for our nation. And if we're going to speak up, Lord, for our God-given rights, we need to lift up our voice and we need to cry aloud and we need to spare not. And we need to do it, Lord, without any shame because, Lord, we're of your people. And Father, we thank you for the blessings of how you blessed our nation and you blessed our country. And I pray, dear Lord, that we will not lose our God-given liberties on our watch. And I pray, God, you will empower your people today and help them in every step of the way as they go out and stand as a Christian and stand as a pastor for this next generation. Help us to get the porn and the obscenities out of our schools, not just up to third grade, but all the way through, dear God, where we teach them things that will help them to be a better person and make a living and be a blessing to our nation and their families. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, we're out of time, but please visit PrayInJesusName.org, that's our website. If you need prayer today, call us at 866-Obey-God, and please donate today so we can bring you these interviews. We'll see you next time. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover, and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin and not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. 
Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you'll see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Get yours today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. 